Welcome to Journeying Through Holy Week with St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows. I'm Hallie Parkins, a pastor here at St. Mark's. You might be familiar with the Triduum, the three holy days that lead up to Easter, beginning Monday, Thursday, and going into Good Friday and finally Easter Vigil. We will mark those days together as we gather for worship later this week. But this year in Holy Week, we are extending the movement in the days that mark the procession to Easter with this devotional series. We'll be following the Gospel of John almost chronologically from the 12th chapter to the 19th chapter. The pastoral staff here at St. Mark's, including our deacon and pastoral intern, will share a devotional reflection that accompanies the lectionary scripture for the day in the Gospel of John. As this series of scripture and reflection carries us through Holy Week, we will move into Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday. The gospel leads us into the heart of pain, of betrayal from a close companion, and through a scathing trial and cruel condemnation into human pain and suffering and death. While these devotions will end on Good Friday and carry us to an ending with the death of Jesus, we know the story does not end with the finality of his death. There is new life yet to come. The arc of God's love moves us towards love, moves us towards light and life that overcomes death. In the ending we hold and know, there is hope, there is light, and there is life that persists in the love of God. We walk this journey with each other in the Gospel of John as we tell the story of Jesus, a story that accompanies us into our own lives. The reading for the devotion for today is from John 13. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash, except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you for he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe and had returned to the table, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? 
you call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Word of God, Word of Life. Today is the day in the church year that is referred to as Monday Thursday, which is not Monday Thursday, but Monday, meaning mandate or command. And every year on this day, we hear this reading from John's Gospel about Jesus washing the disciples' feet and demonstrating his command to love. Washing feet was usually left for the lowliest of servants, for the slaves, because it was such a dirty job, especially when most people were walking around on bare feet or sandals on dirt roads. You can imagine the dust collected, the mud, the smell. So, yeah, it wasn't a pretty job. And when Jesus stoops down to wash Peter's feet, he protests. No way, Jesus, you are not going to wash my feet. This went against everything that Peter had come to believe about Jesus. Jesus was the Lord, the Messiah, the one whom they had seen do miracles, walk on water, feed 5,000, heal the blind and lame, and even raise the dead. Peter could not let go of the expectations that he had of Jesus. This role of servant was just too much for him to accept. Letting go of expectation is hard to do, but sometimes it's necessary to let go in order to be able to receive the gift, the gift of healing, the gift of love, the gift of life. 
During these 40 days of Lent, I've been reading the Living Compass devotional about letting go. It's been helpful to read through this daily devotional and discuss it with others while I practice letting go. Each week has a theme, letting go of control, letting go of hurt and resentment, letting go in love, letting go of shoulds, and for this week, letting go of expectations. During these 40 days of Lent, it's been helpful to focus on what I had not let go, to dig deep, and to develop some practices to help with letting go of those things that no longer are helpful or serve us well. This is particularly true, I've found, of expectations that I have for myself, for those nearest me, and perhaps even for God. I was reminded of one of these devotional readings by Dr. Sarah Flick. As I read this passage from John and thought about Peter's strong reaction to Jesus' act of love. She writes this, Our relationships carry expectations, some known, others operating outside of our awareness. We do not always realize what our expectations are, nor how we will respond when our expectations are not met. The spiritual practice of surrender, of letting go, can teach us to be patient. We can learn to trust God in each other as we live our lives, letting go of what we can no longer keep, what we can no longer hold, what is taken from us. Love, God's love, gives us everything we need. We don't have to hold on or grasp for more. And we can release what no longer serves us. We can trust in God's mercy and grace as we empty our hands and share with others. We can learn to live and love with generous and trusting hearts. Once Peter was told that he needed to be washed or he could be, not be a part of Jesus' mission, he quickly gave up his expectation of what he thought should happen. He let go of control, and then he allowed himself to be washed. Later on in this Holy Week, we learn that he would also have to let go of his expectations for himself and receive Jesus' forgiveness after he denied him three times. We all experience those Peter moments when we're caught off guard and don't even realize the expectations that we may have or the desire for control or the many ways that we hold on so tightly to fear, to hurt, to resentment. Today, we're invited to let go and let God's love through Jesus wash over us and spill out onto others. 
So today, how might you respond to Jesus' invitation to let go and let in his love, his forgiveness, and his healing? A blessing for letting go. Today I'll be using the serenity prayer that's often recited during AA and other recovery meetings. It's a helpful prayer for letting go. Today I'm gonna to be reading the longer version of the prayer in its original form by Reinhold Niebuhr. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did this sinful world as if it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life, and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. Now go in peace into your day.